0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Inspired Adventure Podcast. Whether you're on a walk, you're doing some chores around the house, or better yet, you're outdoors, thank you so much for tuning in to this very fun episode. We are going to be having a conversation with the Michigan Magnet Man. He's a YouTuber with 1.4 thousand subscribers and 10 thousand followers on Instagram. We are not going to be talking about Magnet Fishing today or YouTube. What we're actually going to be talking about today is winter camping, specifically in hot tents. Now, a hot tent is basically just a normal tent, but it's made out of canvas with a heating source like a wood stove. Before we get into it, though, special thanks to my editor, Matthew. He spends lots of time on these episodes for you guys. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you go check him out. I will put the link to his music YouTube channel down in the description. But without further ado, let's bring him on. Hello?
1: Hey, how's it going, man?
0: I'm good. How are you? good good nice to talk to you finally yeah for sure are you ready
1: i am i am excited man
0: yeah me too all right let's get started here and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: so just to start off i'm the michigan magnet man Uh, my name is tanner i'm from the state of michigan and so typically i film uh, magnet fishing videos and treasure hunting videos on my youtube channel I also do a lot of like camping and going out in nature and like things like that, especially since winter started. I've really been getting into the camping side of things. So that's a little bit about what I do and uh, who I am. Oh, that's super cool.
0: And from my understanding, you've traveled to many places and you were in the Navy. Is that true?
1: Yes. Yeah, I uh, did five years uh, from 2014 to 2019 as a hull maintenance technician. So I was a weld engineer, and I was in charge of a weld shop while I was in. Wow, that's cool.
0: So what are some but, places that you traveled to?
1: Uh, so I did two tours. My first tour, I got to go to places like uh, Dubai, which was super cool. Uh, their technology was like, it seems so much more advanced than ours over here in the States. Um, Another place I went to was uh, Bahrain, which is complete opposite way. Uh, it was wild. It was completely like culture shock going from an american culture over to a place where like the roads are all dirt like it was completely different than any place i'd ever been oh wow but it was really exciting um i've been to singapore um where the that's literally the best food in the whole world i swear singapore (laughs) um the philippines the philippines are really cool um guam guam's probably the most like tropical place i've ever been with like the clearest waters that's cool
0: in your recent one of your recent videos you did a you switched it up a bit and you did a video where you were winter camping in a hot tent so why don't you tell us where you first heard about hot tent camping
1: man so probably like a lot of you i do a lot of youtube scrolling and well one day uh, i was watching all my videos that i watch typically and this dude named nicholas green outdoors popped on oh yeah and he does a lot of winter camping and I was like super intrigued. I'd never seen anything like that. And I was like, man, what? And I ended up literally binge watching, I'd say close to 20 hours of his videos that week.
0: Yep. And I found myself like,
1: in the same trap a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah. It's like, it's so good. And he's, he's testing out so many different products. And then like, I don't know, it made me really want to get out there and try it myself. And where I'm at, we get a decent amount of snow and stuff. And I don't, know, it's kind of like perfect for camping. Oh, for sure.
0: Um, so I'm over here in Ontario, Canada, you're in Michigan, United States. So over here, we have about 30 centimeters of snow right now, which is not a lot for this year. So about, do you get about the same or a little less, a little more?
1: Um, we actually just got hit with a huge storm last night. Um, we've got, so total snowfall, we got about 11 inches last night uh, where I'm at. But there's snow drifts um, out in my front yard and up to my front door even that are well over five and six foot tall. Oh, wow.
0: So have you ever gone winter camping like before you did in the video?
1: I had never gone winter camping before. Um, I'd done a lot of like actual camping in the summer um up north in Michigan, up in northern Michigan. But I'd never gone out and did anything like that in the winter. So...
0: Can can the two even, like, compare? Like, is it just, like, a whole different experience whatsoever? I would say it's
1: completely different. I, it's more of I, – I feel it's more of a survival type of situation opposed to, like, a leisure situation. Okay. Where in, in the summer, I'm not worried about freezing to death in my sleep when in the winter I'm like, man, if I don't wake up in an hour and a half to put wood in the stove, I might freeze. I feel like that's how it differentiates a little bit. Like, it's not as leisurely. It's more you're out there kind of surviving. Would you prefer,
0: like, leisure camping with your friends or, like, going (laughs) winter camping? I know it's kind of a crazy question, but.
1: Honestly, it it depends on the situation, I guess. Um, There's there's times where I definitely want to get out there with friends and family and enjoy some, like, cold beverages around a fire, you know, and play the guitar. But. There's also times where just getting out there and getting isolated by yourself out there, especially in the winter, like the sound, everything is so much louder, like noises are a lot louder when you're laying there at night. And I don't know, it's really peaceful, but like you start thinking a lot. And I don't know, you kind of find yourself out there.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So was there anyone else who like you saw do this or like you reached out and like asked for tips?
1: So I I didn't talk to anyone per se. But I did watch a lot of videos from Lone Wolf Nine O Two on yep. YouTube, as well as MAV. M A V. They they both do a lot of really great stuff, and uh, most of my gear that I was seeing is actually from Lone Wolf Nine O Two suggestions. Like he uses a lot of One Tigers products, and I really liked the setup that he had, so I decided to purchase a similar setup to that he was using. But so... those guys are definitely the ones that got me into it.
0: Yeah, and Mav does actually a lot of truck camping. Yeah. <laughs> that's That seems pretty cool to me. Like, And he built that Quincy, and he slept in it, which is crazy. I actually made one on my channel. The cool part about Quincy's is you can do it with any snow. That's the awesome part about it. You basically just build a pile up, let it freeze for a couple hours. I let mine freeze for a couple of days, and then you
1: hollow it out. See, that's what I should do, especially now that we got all this fresh snow. Yeah. That sounds awesome, man. It I is. I was watching your video. It was pretty cool, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah, like, that's how easy it is, though. It's yeah, so that cool. seems super easy. Yeah. Do you have to, like, spray the outside down or anything or, like, spray it with water at all?
0: No, actually. Like, so the weight of the snow, like, compacts itself and the ice particles, like, bond together.
1: That's super interesting.
0: It really is. Like, I learned so much when I'm building it. When I was building it, like, I'm making another one now. Like, it's it's just so fun.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Yeah. You're going to, like, connect the two with, like, a little transfer room? That'd be so, super cool. Oh, yeah. I actually – so, the hollowed-out pile from the first one is going to be the second one. I'm just going to make the pile a little bigger. And I'm oh, going to yeah. connect the two.
1: We'll see. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Thank you. I can't wait to see that, man. Yeah, thanks i see you've been doing some cross-country skiing too i thought that was pretty cool i've been wanting to get out there and try that
0: oh yeah it's super fun i've been doing that since i was like four years old like born and raised i guess i don't know it's just i really love being outdoors and like alone it just really gives you the time to think and reflect and it's like a mental and like physical escape from the world we live in right now especially with all the crazy oh yeah COVID stuff going on it's just you need that like it's really important for your mental health i think to get outdoors and just experience that like reflective feeling
1: mm-hmm. it's definitely a big serotonin boost just getting out there a break from reality almost yeah so back to this
0: whole winter camping and i guess i mean winter camping is a great winter activity so what like I know you saw the videos, you watch other guys do it, you do your research. What just like made you like, I'm going to do this. I'm like planning this out. It's going to be this day. What was like your drive to do this? Like why?
1: So I was trying. So the past like six months I've been working on pivoting my channel a little bit because I'm trying to shy away a little bit from the magnet fishing side completely. Yeah. And when it comes to doing new things and new hobbies, I have a tendency to just dive in and <laughs> go straight like as fast as I can into something kind of I, I prepare but like kind of not <laughs> and I feel like that I, I enjoy that part of the experience doing something that I'm very unfamiliar with and the idea of going out and camping in the middle of winter and where there's a ton of snow and the temperatures the, the first time I went out it got down to 14 degrees Fahrenheit out there wow so it
0: it was quite cold
1: but yeah man
0: Yeah, that's super cool. So for all you Canadians out there, 14 Fahrenheit is negative 10 Celsius, which here, it's been negative 40 Celsius, which
1: is very unpleasant. That is freezing, man. It is. It really is. Have you been like going out and having to bundle up? That's some like freeze your nose hairs type weather.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly used to it, if that makes sense. Oh, dude, it makes sense, man if you're dressed properly you can survive in the elements like it's not that bad wear the right stuff move around stay warm
1: and it really is all about wearing the right gear and the right layers like I didn't learn about like so I'm from Michigan and we get snow and I've dressed warm my whole life but I've never like had to dress warm to go out overnight or anything out in the cold yeah and I learned about like all the different layers, like you should have a, a, a layer that's like cloth tight to your skin underneath like a pair of jeans that are going to like hold all that warmth in and then a layer to block the wind and then things for like actual warmth over that. I was like, man, these are all different things that I hadn't like quite thought of that I needed to take care of before I was able to head out in the woods.
0: And you have to be careful too. Like if you're doing all this activity and you start to sweat then your sweat freezes and then it's like a whole other like... Mm-hmm. Situation that's not good to get into.
1: Yeah, you'll see in my next video that I, I actually have to bring an extra couple sets of clothes with me when I go out because I do start to sweat. I, naturally, I sweat a lot. And yeah. I want to stay dry, so i can constantly changing out my clothes to make sure that happens.
0: Oh, for sure. Like that's the big, the big thing. Really, is staying dry. Like if you're wet, you're cold. Now that we're more talking about like clothing and layers, what you need to stay warm. What do you need for hot tent? Can- hot tent camping in the winter and what gear did you like get yourself for your little adventure
1: there so to start off you're going to need to get your basics so you need to get a tent um i highly recommend going and checking out one tigress um that's just who i went through because a lone wolf 902 like he he showed a lot of really cool products that they had so um i bought the wild haven uh lightweight tent through them just because i plan on doing some backpacking with it in the summer so that way I wanted to be able to pack it up easy. So your tent's the first thing. The next most important thing that you're going to need is a stove. Now, there are a lot of different companies that are out there that are making these stoves. Uh, you can purchase these on Amazon, though. Um, pretty much I got, all, I got all of my gear off of Amazon to include my One Tigress stuff. So the the stoves, they range anywhere from like 130 to $350. So kind of whatever your... your budget is will help decide on that i only spent 140 dollars on mine and i am completely satisfied with it like it works really well it looks like it worked really well yeah um at first i was kind of like iffy about it because the spot where you put the wood is kind of smaller than on some of the other stoves that i'd seen right but after using it for a little bit of like of time and learning what size i needed to chop my wood up to it it's not an issue at all I mean, there's a lot of
0: things that you really have to think about when you go into this. Like, is there anything like when you got out there, you're like, oh shoot, I should have packed this, I should have grabbed this, I should have prepared this before I came out here? Like,
1: definitely. So, when I was when I first laid down on my cot, I was in a sleeping bag, a zero degree sleeping bag, and I was still cold. I didn't have anything underneath me to kind of like separate the ground from the cot. So, it was just the cot and then sleeping bag and me, and then the cold ground under me. Um, and th- doing that, I learned that I was going to need more. So I actually purchased a, a sleeping pad that is inflatable, and it's, like, super lightweight, so it fits in my backpack easy. And I also bought a thermal tarp to put up underneath, on, underneath my cot on the ground, and I found that the tarp reflects the heat from the stove really well right up to my cot. Oh, wow. And that kept me so much warmer the second time I went out there.
0: That's cool so tent stove sleeping bag what are some more essentials that you need
1: so you're gonna need a cot i would highly recommend a cot something to get you up off the ground and separate you from that cold ground and i would definitely recommend a sleeping mat too um between the sleeping mat and the cot you can get both of those for less than 40 bucks usd okay so like that's probably like 50 bucks canadian So not bad at all. It's, it's fairly affordable. Yeah. Um, another thing you're going to want is something for like light. I bought a propane lantern and I can use one single propane little green tank for two trips and it'll burn all night. Oh, wow. Especially in the middle of the night when you need to like get the fire going and there's no light to see what you're doing. It's just easy to flip that on really quick and see what's going on. Without that, it'd be a pain.
0: Right. So the propane lantern, does it put off any fumes at all? Like, did you find that fumes were building up in the tent or is there like special vent holes in the tent or something like that?
1: So that was one of my big concerns, actually, when it came to using that little propane um, lantern. Now, I looked up, um, there's these little heaters that people like I've seen Mav has used one and so has Nicholas Green. Yeah. Yeah. they're these little like propane heaters, but those do have a sensor on it that monitor the oxygen levels. Yeah. But I, they say they haven't really had any issues with them. And so I kind of trusted that a little bit in my tent itself. I make sure that there's about an inch gap along the bottom because a lot of the gases will sink if they're heavy, uh, And I want to make sure that there's a little bit of airflow coming through at least to give me a little bit of fresh air in the tent.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So when you got there, you had sort of the little dilemma of, I forget what the piece was called, but it separates the chimney of the stove from, like, the tent itself so it doesn't melt?
1: Yes, it's called a uh, stove jack.
0: Oh, that's, and you made yours out of pie tins or something?
1: Pie tins and some duct tape and some Velcro, and it worked really well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's super cool. So, basically, what that does is it separates the chimney of the stove from burning your melting your tent right
1: yep yep it's just that barrier that's going to keep it from actually like making contact with it
0: okay is there anything else you needed
1: um so the first time I went out I only brought my hatchet with me and while yeah I was able to get firewood I really recommend getting a little like whether you buy a foldable wood saw or something that you can keep in your pocket something smaller that's an actual saw though instead of just a hatchet, it'll make your life so much easier to cut dead wood with.
0: Yeah, I bet. Especially that, what was the length that you had to cut your wood to, to fit in your stove?
1: So each piece can't be longer than about seven inches. And I've been cutting them to about three, two and a half, three inches wide. Okay. And those are like little slivers that I'm cutting. I'm splitting each piece into four, so.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So how long did it take you to set up your little campsite there.
1: So from the time I get like to the camping area to the point where like I can a- like sit down and relax a little bit, it takes about an hour and forty five minutes to like two and a half hours. Um, and a lot of that time is actually just cutting wood. Like that's a pretty lengthy process. I never realized right. that when I was getting into it. So a couple hours before I can actually relax.
0: Oh wow. Um. So what was the overall cost? of all this equipment together?
1: So everything that I got personally was around $500. But if you were to budget everything out, I budgeted, like I looked through everything. You can get everything for about $300 on the low end of things. And if you're trying to buy like all the best gear that you can possibly buy, you're looking closer to like 800 to like three or 4,000. Like it's quite a big difference after that. Wow. But you can get everything you need for about $300. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I thought it would be a lot mo- more, honestly. The most expensive, like, expense is your stove. The yeah. tent was only, like, 75 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what surprised me, too. I was super surprised when I saw that.
0: So, what's the difference between, like, your hot tent winter camping tent and, like, say, a summer tent? I know it's thinner, but is there any insulation or anything in them?
1: So, the difference is... um. The tent that I bought in particular, the Wild Haven Lightweight, it's got like a insert that goes where there's like a floor on it. So when you're winter camping, there's no floor on the tent. It's just like, imagine like a tent cover. Right. And in the summer that you've got the internal part, it's like a bug net pretty much where I'm sticking my pole up in the middle still to make my teepee. But I'm doing that inside of the bug net tent with the bottom. And from there, you can put the other part of the tent over top if you want, but it's not even necessary okay now
0: you are a foodie from what i understand you love cooking you love being in the kitchen um i saw you recently tried beef wellington and everything but oh yeah, how hard was it to cook on your wood stove and what did you make i already know but why don't you tell the audience what you did
1: i am a huge foodie man uh so I I wanted to keep it simple the first couple tries out there. So I went out and I bought this big old New York strip the first time I went out there. Oh, yeah. And it was absolutely delicious. I made that and I made some potatoes and some mushrooms and I cut up some shallots and cooked those up. Now I I recently started getting into like cast iron pans. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've been getting into a lot of weird hobbies during quarantine times. (laughs) Cast iron pans is one of them. And so I, I had this really nice pan that I was super excited to use. And, dude, you can get that thing blazing hot on that little stove. Um, there's, like, a little tiny hole on the top of the stove in the center, and it really helps the airflow get through and helps the heat uh, escape okay. right there. And that pan, man, I, I was able to cook that steak in probably, like, six minutes. Oh, wow. It's a perfect medium there. Wow. Oh, yeah. So... I think I want to try something more fancy next time, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I can see you doing some pretty creative things in that little tentiers. Um I think I'm
1: going to make like homemade noodles.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I think something crazy like that.
0: That's crazy. So what was your favorite part of your whole adventure?
1: Um, I think my favorite part of the whole thing would probably be right before I went to sleep. The last like two hours of the time that I was awake, I had my tablet out and I just got to relax. I could hear deer running through the woods and all kinds of little animals scurrying around. And I don't know, it was just really peaceful, just relaxing and blowing off some steam and hanging out and just, just being able to be out there in the woods was really calming. And I, I, that was my favorite part was probably those last two hours before I went to sleep. Oh yeah. Especially after that food, I bet it felt great. Oh, yeah, man. I was just exhausted from cutting wood and, like, cooking and just doing everything. I was just ready to be done for the day, and it just felt nice.
0: Yeah. So, how did your adventure go? Like, do you want to give us, like, sort of, like, a summary of, like, when you first got there, what you did, and then, like, when you woke up the next day, how long did it take to pack up and everything, like?
1: So, when I first got out there, I got out to the woods probably about ten thirty, eleven o'clock in the morning. I wanted to give myself a little bit of time. So, this was, like right at new year's so the sun was still like going down about five ish like five o'clock so i wanted to make sure i had enough daylight so once i got there i got all of my gear out and out to the woods where i was going to be camping which wasn't too far i only had to go about 25 30 yards out oh yeah um i spent probably an hour getting my tent set up and that was just because i had no idea what i was doing this the tent didn't come with instructions. Like, and it, it's just, it's a very simple tent. <laughs> Looking back at it now, I like, can't believe it, but it took me about an hour to get that tent up. <laughs> oh wow. The second time it only took me about, for comparison, took me about three minutes. So, <laughs> oh yeah. um, I got that all set up. I got my stove set up and got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of motivation to go cut some wood. Cause I didn't need to take a breather between that, and make sure I was drinking lots of water. Cause you you get really dehydrated in the winter. I didn't know that. Uh, my buddy was teaching me that. But I got some wood cut. And after the wood cut, I got the stove going for a little bit so I could start cooking and got the food cooking. I ate and that's when I started relaxing, like I was telling you. And spent about two and a half, three hours between watching movies and a couple TV shows. And then I decided I was going to go to bed. So I was kind of nervous about going to sleep, honestly, the first time. Like I would never camped out in the woods in the cold, and I just set like five alarms on my phone. Yeah, guess how many of them worked? None? <laughs> None. I didn't wake up to a single alarm all night, and my body would wake up when I would get to the point where I was like super cold, and I'd be like, oh no, what is going on? <clears throat> and I went, and I'd get the fire going again, but I woke up at like 2.30 or 3 in the morning the first time where I hadn't woken up. And my tent was probably like maybe 15 to 20 degrees Fahrenheit inside of it. Like it was fairly cold. Oh, wow. But I got the fire going again and I was good to go after that. And I uh, woke up in the morning and got packed up. Packing up is a lot faster than putting everything together. Um, I bet. between Between my summer camping stuff and my winter camping stuff, winter camping stuff is so much easier to pack up it's a lot more lightweight um there's not as much to like cram into the tent bag <laughs> so they didn't really take that long probably about 10-15 minutes to clean up and show no trace that I was there
0: which is always good and you want to make sure you do that
1: yep I make sure to pick up all my trash and I'm making sure that nothing's left behind that critters could get into and you just want to make sure you're worrying about the animals as well that are out there.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, So how did it feel? Like, would you do it again?
1: Oh, definitely, man. I, I'm hooked. <laughs> it, it just took one trip.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. Would you recommend doing it with another person or were you fine by yourself?
1: So um, the first time that you go out, I, I actually would really me- recommend going with somebody. That would have taken off so much extra pressure that I had because right. I, I was worried about, all right, am I going to be able to control the fire all night by myself? Am I going to be able to cut all this wood and do everything that I need to get done in the short amount of time I have? So I think it'd be a lot easier if you bring somebody with you to like take turns alternating the fire at night and things like that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Your second time you went, what did you do differently?
1: So I, I purchased a sleeping pad because the, like I said, I was getting really cold from the ground the first time. like. I had to use a bunch of little hot pads and stuff the first time I went out. I also bought some Duraflame logs the first time. And the second time, I I cut them up differently, though. (laughs) It was a disaster the first time. I cut them into, like, hockey puck-sized pieces. And I look over, and I kid you not, the stack on this stove is, like, glowing red, man. Yeah, that's insane. I'm thinking, I'm going to die. This place is about to burn down. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was like genuinely worried, yeah, so that, that was scary. something I did. That was something I did different the next time. Is I cut those their flame pieces up so much smaller than the first time. Yeah, um, so
0: would you recommend people try out normal camping first?
1: Um, I wouldn't say you'd have to do it particularly first. It does help to have that experience. To kind of understand what the types of situations you're going to get involved with, like when it comes to cutting wood or using the bathroom or things like that, especially with people that are new to like camping ever. I would, I would definitely recommend that they go do some summer camping first.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate you joining us. For everybody who would like to check out his awesome hot tent camping video, I will put a link in the show notes as well as his channel link. In the show notes as well. And before we leave here today, would you like to say something to inspire people to maybe go out camping or go on their own adventures?
1: Yeah, you guys, you need to get out of your comfort zone. And I know it sounds like nuts. I've been watching this guy named Um Yes Theory on YouTube, these guys and I've kind of applied that to my life a lot. You need to get out and explore, go out and find places that you wouldn't find yourself normally, like situations where you're not necessarily going to be comfortable. I wasn't comfortable going out and camping really by myself with such cold weather, but I did it and I overcame that. And it's kind of those little things that you overcome on all these little adventures that add up into your full story, you know, they kind of make you who you are at that point and the more things you can go out and defeat the more things that you see like the more mountain ranges the more deserts the more foreign countries like things like that that you see you're going to become a better person you're going to see things through a different perspective that you didn't quite see prior to that and you really won't see that until you're doing that and getting out of that comfort zone and that's that's one thing that i would recommend that everybody does take full advantage of it guys like i know with covid going on right now we can't necessarily travel as much But there are safe ways to travel within your area and go do things that you wouldn't like camping, like little things that'll make a big impact on your life.
0: Mr. Tanner, Michigan Magnet Man, thank you so much for
1: joining us. Thank you for having me, Nick. It was really nice talking to you. Oh, for sure. Thanks, everybody. It was nice talking to you as well.
0: Yeah. And I'll see you on the next one, everybody.